0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Arsenal. Yeah. And yes, we are back at you with your daily Arsenal agenda show, your daily show from Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. And I've got Chris Davison with me today to go through the topics. Chris, how are you, mate?
1: I'm very well, thank you. Hope you're good too, mate. Um, Hope everyone in the uh, chat box and tuning
0: in is keeping well. And uh, yeah, what's on the agenda today, mate? I think there's only one place to start off, and that is with Yuri Tillemans, Chris. Now, interestingly, in the press conference yesterday, whilst he's away with the Belgium national team, Tillman spoke on his future and he said whilst he is happy at Leicester, he'll give his all for the club. He said sometimes a player needs a different challenge and needs to experience different things at maybe another club. And that almost, to me, seems like he's on his way out maybe to Arsenal. What do you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, well, it was interesting, wasn't it? You know, if you're 110% committed to your current club and you know, you're you're fairly confident you're not going to move elsewhere during the summer, then I think he would have come out and been quite straight to the point in in that regard. But he wasn't, um, you know, keeping his his options open by the sounds of it. And it's obviously been widely reported that Arsenal do hold an interest in Tielemans. Um, Contract running down, available on the cheap, you know, not just for Arsenal, but for many clubs. I think it's a bit of a no-brainer, this potential transfer. Certainly a player that for Arsenal, he would... Um, improve uh, certain positions. Obviously, central midfield, who improve players around him as well. Um, at a good age, can still improve, still got a lot um, to offer. And um, yeah, I, 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 there's there's so many reasons why Arsenal would be and should be interested in Tielemans. Like I say, we know we're sort of looking for that extra central midfielder option. Um, we, we've lacked goals from midfield. Again, that's something that Tielemans offers. Um, he's obviously a Belgium international. He's Premier League proven, been absolutely fantastic for Leicester. So, you know, when I think someone like him in today's market is, is available for, which sounds like around £25 million, if reports are to be believed, then, you know, you've just got to to go for it, haven't you? Um, it appeared that he was obviously interested in maybe um, moving to a club of Champions League football, um, but uh, maybe the, uh, the, the options are lacking at the moment and Arsenal are really showing more interest than anyone else. And that's always good. You know, if you've got a player there and there's a club showing so much interest in you um, and, and sort of, you know, encouraging you to, to, to come and they're, they're, they're making you feel, you know, very important to their plans, then um, hopefully that's turning Tiedemann's head a little bit and um, we can get something done maybe once this international break is passed.
0: Absolutely, I think it would be good to get a transfer over the line finally, especially with a player like Tierneyman's because his price tag—you don't know what could happen. Another club could sell a player suddenly, want a midfielder, and go for Tierneyman's because he's so cheap. So I do hope Arsenal do really push for his do push for his signing because we don't want to miss out on him. Because if we do lose out on Tierneyman's, the other options are difficult. Who do you go for other than Tierneyman's? I think we've been priced out for Ruben Neves, and the other options are not as attractive as as Yuri So I really do think it is a transfer we should. Be aiming to go for, and just looking at the comment section. Good morning to all of you. Good morning to Mark. Good morning to to Tony. Good morning to Lin. It's good to see you on the show. But yeah, I think Telemans is a signing we do need to to go for, and his comments are promising. I think it's clear Arsenal's number one target is Telemans. I remember only saying that Onstein saying that um, Telemans and and Jesus are our, our priority plan, and that makes sense because I think those two will really enhance. Arsenal's midfield but we shall see and Chris just moving on to the next topic and we are going to stay in the Premier League this time we are going to focus on a Brazilian player from Everton now Ricarlison reportedly has connections with Edu of course the Arsenal technical director and that could be a potential deal there now I know Arsenal needs a wing slash a wing forward with Nicola Pepe's future uncertain uh, we might need to strengthen in depth but Ricarlison can also play in a striker position, Chris, is this a type of profile player we should be aiming to get? Uh, yeah, I mean, I like him.
1: Um, you know, he's clearly talented. Um, obviously, been one of Everton's standout players. Um, helped them survive this season, you could you could say. Um, uh, obviously, question marks over his attitude. Maybe I think um, we've seen. Maybe sometimes his body language and uh, the way he comes across on the pitch isn't always positive. I mean, again, I'm I'm speaking as an Arsenal fan. Everton fans out there will know better than me. But, um, I mean, that would be, I suppose, my my only concern. Maybe um, sort of throws the toys out of the pram when when things aren't going well, that that sort of type. But, um, you know, I mean, if he could improve on that i suppose then yeah there's a, a really really top player there i think in terms of his consistency he can improve as well but yeah again it's it's always hard to judge a player when you know the, the team he's at overall aren't, aren't performing to 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 their sort of usual standards has obviously been a horrid season for for for, for everton and um yeah, I mean, I'm sure there'll be interest. I mean, I know Tottenham have been linked with them as well in the past. You know, you've got another player in there and Dominic Calvert-Lewin that I'm sure will attract interest. So, Everton will be wary of that. I'm sure, considering the season Everton have just had and some of the teams showing interest, like Tottenham, like Arsenal, in some of their players. it's it's hard for them to turn around and, and actually say say no. So, um, it, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we know Edu has um, a whole host of contacts in in uh, sort of the the Brazilian department of of football. Obviously, he's he's got that connection with the the national team as well. So, um, yeah, I'd I'd expect quite a few of these Brazilian players to be linked with us. It's obviously not the first time. Um, So, yeah, one to keep an eye on. I think he's a decent option. I think there's there's better candidates out there, such as Jesus. We know, obviously, he can play through the centre or out wide, and I would much prefer someone of his profile. But, um, you know, it's going to be a very long window. It hasn't even obviously opened yet and there's so many links to different players. But maybe if we can't get uh, our first couple of choices at the top of the list, then Richarlison is um, maybe one to keep an eye on further down
0: the line. Absolutely. Do you think we can stand Richarlison and Gabriel Jesus or would it be one of the other, do you reckon?
1: Look, I mean, considering Eddie's signing this new contract or supposedly signing this new contract, then I'd be surprised if we get both. But then again, you know, if Nicola Pepe leaves and all of a sudden there's a space out wide that opens up that we might need to fill, depending on what happens with Macunas as well. Um, of course, we're waiting for that deal to to, to go through. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd be surprised if we go big on, on two forwards um, or, or at least two centre forwards. Uh I, I think Jesus, number one target, if we get him in, he'll become the main man for us in the centre. Uh, yeah, I mean, the other position um, is out wide, of course, maybe on the left-hand side, because we know Bakao Saka is is going to fill in on the right. He's, you know, a regular starter. He's our, our star man, really. Um, if there's anywhere else a lot across that front line that you think it could be bolstered, then it's on, on the left-hand side. Martinelli, don't get me wrong, has been great this season just gone, I think he could be a regular starter for us, no doubt about that. Um, Emil Smith-Rowe, again, he's he's featured on the left and done a very good job more often than not from that area. But um, you need competition, you need depth um, and like I say, especially if Nicola Pepe leaves and obviously we don't know what's going to happen with Reese Nelson, but it sounds like if Arnord would want to keep him a little bit longer, then yeah, it sounds like a,
0: a space could open up um, on the flanks. Absolutely, Bibi says I reckon we can do better, but I wouldn't scoff at the chance of signing him. Asa says w- Wenger could have signed Wenger, sorry, could have signed four years ago, but once again Wenger failed to sign a quality player. Bambo says it's a no for me. Mark Sampson says yes to Richarlison, but not sure he would end up coming. Yes, he has an attitude, but we all get frustrated, and it just shows signs of passion. He has a drive to score and win games. So why? not. Yeah, it is interesting. It is interesting. I think there's a different, I think there's a mix of opinions on Richarlis and me. I'll probably say I'm on the fence. I wouldn't be against signing him, but at the same time I think there's better options out there to to bring him in. Of course, we have players who we've been linked to, such as Serge Gnabry, who is kind of a similar profile to him, so I'd rather go for a player like that. But We shall see what happens with Richarlison. He wants to leave Everton. Let's see if we do go in for him because we know the connections with Eddie are there and we do know Arsenal at the moment like to sign a Brazilian player. So we shall see if Richarlison will be one of those. But moving on to the final topic of the show, Chris. And before we do, guys, make sure to leave your questions in the comment section because we all come to them towards the end of the show. But Chris... We've got to speak about another striker, not Gabriel Jesus, but actually Skamaka. Now, of course, Sosolo have said that, the CEO of Sosolo has said that there is a lot of interest in him. But to set, but to security services, it will cost around £50 million. Pounds. Chris, is that money worth paying?
1: Well, I mean, who knows? He's obviously had a very good season and then Salih just gone. Um, I'm impressed with his profile. I think he would offer something different. And I think this is the interesting thing um, when we're sort of talking about um, either Scamacca or, or Jesus. Like I, I mentioned a moment ago, there are reports that Eddie is poised to sign this new contract with with Arsenal. And I think in terms of style of play and, and maybe physique, him and, and Jesus are quite close. They're all more similar. Whereas Scamacca, obviously, he's He's taller. Um, bigger in build, better in the air, maybe. Um, and yeah, he his profile and his physique, his style of play would offer Arsenal something a little bit different compared to Jesus and then maybe Eddie Nketiah. Um, you mentioned maybe the £50 million price tag on his name at the moment. Look, in this day and age, you're going to have to pay big for a top-class striker um, or for a very highly rated striker. And with the season he's just had, I'd say that's pretty reasonable, pretty standard. I mean, there's reports today that Liverpool are looking to sign Darwin Nunes, obviously another striker we've been linked with in the past, but they're they're quoted with 85 million pounds. And that's that's crazy. And I just don't think Arsenal are going to go to that sort of level to buy one player this summer. Obviously, we, we look back and, and see what happened with Nicola Pape. And I think Arsenal will be quite reluctant to maybe go as far as that um this summer unless you know you you're looking at someone like Serge Gnabry who you know is is proven everywhere he's been he's one of the best sort of wide players in the world at the moment um so look i think what manchester city looking in that sort of region for Jesus as well 40 50 million and uh, Seswelo looking for around 50 for Kamaka potentially so um I'd say they're they're pretty reasonable prices. At the end of the day, we, we need a, a a striker that's gonna come in and score twenty goals at least a season for us, and I think Jesus Gamaka both got the potential to do that. Um especially, you know, with with players around them that can sort of put the ball on a plate for them. We've got Martinelli, we've got Odegaard, we've we've got Saka. I don't think there's any sort of issues in terms of the the chances created. But um, the, the problem for us has been actually putting the ball in the back of the net. And um, obviously, I know Jesus maybe hasn't been as consistent in front of goal, but I do genuinely feel that if he is given that that regular run of game time, if he's given that main role in, in the uh, centre-forward position, um, he can score goals for fun. Um, the only sort of... Um, you know, sort of worry I have, I guess, with Skamaki on the other side is uh, is is that he's only sort of done it for one season, and that's to the one just gone. Again, are we sort of putting ourselves in a position where we could repeat what happened with Nicola Pepe? You know, he had a great season with Lille. Um, I think he won even their, their Player of the Season, got in the Team of the Year uh, in Liga. Yeah. But then again, he comes to 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 to, to England, and um, you know, he struggles. So it's something that Arsenal have got to think about really really carefully and that's why I'm sort of more leaning towards Jesus because we know he's Premier League proven he's adjusted to the league Um he's versatile we know what we're going to get we're going to get so um, that's why I'm sort of leaning in his direction a bit raw at the moment but you know it's good that um, we're being linked with a few names because it, it seems as if we've got you know at least a couple of things in the pipeline.
0: Yeah absolutely it's good indeed that we are brilliant to these South players because of course we don't we do not want the Fly, rich, repeat, where we go for one strike, I can't lose out on a player, and we're like, oh, where to go from here? So it is good that we are bailing to other players. Let's just move on to your guys' questions now, and I'll answer this one quickly from Mark Sampson, who asked, if he were to bring Naby back, would he be classed as a homegrown player? I can confirm yes, he would, because he came through the Arsenal Academy, so he would be classed as a homegrown player. Possibly another incentive for Arsenal to sign him, but we shall see. Chris Marcus asks, would Napoli take Torreira and a few pence to sign Osima? Do you think that's possible? Uh, I
1: mean, uh, possibly it's difficult to say. We do know that the clubs in Italy aren't, um, you know, strapped uh, with, with as much cash as you know, clubs in England are, um, and I, I think that's why there's sort of been that breakdown between um, Arsenal and Fiorentina and talks for Torreira. Obviously, there was lots of talk over the the course of the season and, and going back to last summer that there was an option to buy for around 15 million pounds or 50 million euros. Um, at the end of the season but uh, then Fiorentina started trying to lower that price and and look I think Arsenal are right to maybe put that on hold for at least now we don't know where this one's going to go I highly doubt we're going to see Torreira in an Arsenal shirt again um, possibly for pre-season who knows if his future isn't resolved by then but um uh, yeah, I think someone will come in for him. Um I know Napoli's uh, have been have been mentioned, I think, you know, along with a few other clubs. Um but look, Arsenal are a right to stand their ground and stand firm on this one. Um I, I think there's been talks of, of, of offers around six, seven million pounds from Fiorentina. And if they're not gonna accept that Arsenal, then they're gonna move on to other targets. And for me that's 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 no, that's not acceptable, six, seven million pounds. Um, For Lucas Torreira, who's still, again, he's he's at a good age. He still has a lot to offer. I actually think he's a very, very good player. Um, Certainly suits the Serie A better than the Premier League. Um, And, uh, you know, again, we should be at least getting 15, 20 million pounds for him, in my opinion. I can't remember off the top of my head how long he's got on his um, contract, Bailey. I don't know if you can remember, but um, it's probably not that long. No. But again, despite that, six seven million pounds is nowhere near good enough, and um, I think Arsenal are right to to hold their ground on this one. Uh, Again, I I appreciate there'll be people sitting there but thinking, well, yeah, but we just need to get rid, whatever it takes, just get rid, accept it. But then you know you get the same people turn around being like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be accepting that, we should be getting much more than that, and um, you know, it's it's difficult to please everyone, Um, but I think. At the moment, Arsenal are right to stand their ground and hopefully
0: we maybe get some improved offers for for Torreira. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see. We need to generate revenue to money to spend more money. So let's hope we can sell Torreira. Just any club that's coming for him and offer the right money, I'm sure Arsenal will be willing to sell. But guys, we have run out of time. So we are going to end the show there. Chris, as always, thank you for jumping on the show, mate. Thank you very much, Bailey. Pleasure as always. And thank you to everyone tuning in. I hope everyone has a great day. Of course, thank you for everyone to tune in. For tuning in, sorry. Leave a comment in this comment section. Do you believe Arsenal should pay fifty million for Saka? Do you believe Rakitic is worth the transfer, or should we go for another type of wide forward? And how excited are you by Telemann's potential? Comments basically revealing that Arsenal have an excellent opportunity to sign him. Let us know in the comment section below. This has been the Arsenal Way. Make sure you leave a like, you subscribe, and most importantly, make sure you keep following us down the Arsenal Way. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God.